0: You're listening to a teaching from Sundown Church. We hope you encounter God through our podcast and experience freedom in your life. There is such an anointing on this morning. I need you to recognize that. We came in here and it was just so very clear that the Lord had such a powerful transformation Uh, in store for us this morning. He has such power. He has such goodness in store for us this morning. Uh, It's just so present in the worship, um, and I just, I'm so grateful for, I know I'm on the worship team, but uh, you have to understand, um, I'm playing drums, and I'm getting to play drums, and I love doing that. That's how I I worship best uh, and offer my best uh, praise to the Lord, or my, it's just where I'm the most comfortable in offering praise to God. Um, but I'm telling you, this morning when I was playing, this worship team just ministered to my heart. Just in the beauty uh, of the genuineness in which they sing and play these songs. Um, it's, it's genuine adoration, genuine love for the Lord. And so I'm just so grateful for that. Um, there are so many places that, that, and I'm not, I don't mean to uh, put down any churches, and that's not what this is, but we get lost in the performance of it, right? We get lost in the spectacle of worship and we miss the reality that it is an opportunity to bring an offering of praise unto the Lord and to lay it at his feet and to sing these songs, knelt before him in the throne room, just praising his name uh, in his presence. And so it's just a simple thing and it's a beautiful thing. And I'm just grateful for a worship team of people that understand that, that believe in that, that stay in that, that walk with the Lord each and every day, not just on Sundays, uh, because it affects what comes after. You hear what I'm saying? What comes after can be brought in power because what came before was brought in power. You hear what I'm saying? Okay, uh, I'm not the only one who took NyQuil. Apparently, all you did, so I'm gonna get loud and I might come off this stage. I'm warning you once, it's your one and only warning. I will get in your face, okay? Because if you start going to sleep, I'm gonna start going to sleep, and then the recording's gonna get weird, um, and the live stream's gonna get awkward, and people aren't gonna know what to do with their hands at the house. They're just gonna sit there confused, okay? Y'all ready? Ready. Yeah. Okay, well, we've been in this series for the last few weeks just answering this question who is sundown church. And this is coming from the fact that this church looks a lot different than it did just simply four years ago. We have gone through and lived through a lot in this house in just four years. A ton of transformation um, just with the pandemic and closing and then and the, the, the shift of Randy retiring and me stepping into place. Just a lot has changed and it just became very evident Uh, that we needed to bring back to the surface the truths of God that have built up this house for so many years. We needed to revisit these things, especially in a new season. We've got a lot of new people uh, that have moved into sundown that are attending church, and we're grateful for that. Uh, So grateful for the young. There are so many young families. Sarah and I were talking about this uh, this week with somebody, but when we first moved here, the only other couple our age that we knew Jay and Carrie, and they lived in Lubbock. We were the youngest couple in Sundown, Texas. Mm We no, like I'm not being facetious. I'm not exaggerating. We were literally the only couple our age in in Sundown. Um, and uh, to see it now, to see that we have so many friends and so many people around us in this community with kids the same age that are playing on the same t-ball teams and soccer teams and football teams and all this and going to school and in class together. It's just such a blessing, but because of that, we've needed to look at these things, look at these truths that the Lord has established in this house over the last several years while also allowing Him to reveal aspects of these truths that we could not see until now. There's revelation that's to be found for today that could not be seen yesterday. And within that, there's, there's an aspect of the truth that he has already told us yesterday, but there's a new revelation to it. There's a new aspect that could not be seen until we arrived today. Does that make sense? Yes. And so it's exciting, and I'm excited to be talking to you about this stuff today. Um, we're going to be continuing this study. Today, we're going to be talking about authority and power. Woo! Amen? Yes. This is a big one. Bear with me. I'm going to try to talk... Uh, calmly and at a normal pace, but apparently when I get congested and I have to take breaths like that in between speaking, I talk really, really fast. Uh, we had Wednesday night church and I went through the lesson and I was talking like this really, really, really fast and, and then I'd keep going. Um, and then we got done and Randall just looked at me, or not Randall, <laughs> Roland, he's not here, thank God. Uh, Roland looked at me and he goes, that, that was fast. Like, yes, yeah, sorry, I couldn't breathe. I was just trying to get it all out before I passed out. That's what we were doing, okay? So I'm going to try to stay calm today. But authority and power, we believe that the believer, we believe in Sundown Church, the believer is to carry authority and power of heaven here on earth. Not just carry it, but operate in it on a daily basis. Authority and power. Amen. All right. Amen? Amen. 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 Y'all got to talk like you believe it, okay? We are his vessels, his hands and his feet, his ambassadors upon this earth. Uh, And before we move on, the Lord just laid this on my heart um, for you all this morning. Um, there, I was just reading this as I was reflecting on this word, and I was reading uh, Romans 8 and just reflecting on this, and the Lord just said, "To minister to you in this time, before we move on to the sermon, I just want to speak this over you, and I would just ask you to take whatever posture you need to take to receive this. But I want to speak this over you today, prophetically. I want to declare this over you today." Amen. Amen. Okay, so we're going to do that right now. Are you ready? Yes. Romans 8:18. 8, But if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do, not what to pr- we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen? Amen. Amen. Authority and power. Jesus modeled this system perfectly to us and unfortunately, the authority and power meant to be found in us, the sons and daughters, has been misunderstood or not even learned for far too long. Randy talked about this when he was pastor here. He, he said, I'm not sure that I've ever seen somebody that has completely set foot completely into the power and authority of God fully in it and fully put on display the power of God that we are meant to put on display. Because in my understanding, it's just for, or from what I've seen, we've just missed a little bit of understanding within this. So let's start with authority and let's look at Jesus. Jesus came on assignment to the earth. This is important to understand. Jesus had an assignment when he came. He did not come and then discover it. He knew why he was coming. Amen? Do you believe this? That's, That's good to understand. I want to know that he knew why he was coming. So he humbled himself from the place, from his royal place, from his throne. He said, I will go. I will humble myself and I will go knowing full well where it's going to lead. He knew and he said yes and he stepped into it. But Jesus came on assignment to the earth. He came commissioned by God to do what? Luke 19, 10. For the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. John 10, 10. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it abundantly. John 3, 17. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world but in order that the world might be saved through him. And the the true assignment, all of this is held within the one assignment. All of this is a byproduct of what what Jesus has done and the main assignment for why Jesus is here by God, mainly being this, is 1 John 3.8. The reason the Son Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. The reason why the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. We are saved. We are spared. We have life and have it abundantly when Jesus comes and he does that. When he destroys the the works of the evil one, every other scripture we just read is found within that reality. That shift, when the works of the evil one were destroyed because he defeated the grave, was obedient to the point of the cross, raised three days later, defeated the grave, and then walked upon the earth, still perfect, without sin, slain for our sin, when he did that and defeated the grave, the works of the evil one were severed, and we now were reconnected to God. We were no longer divided from him, but we could be connected and live with him again. This is the assignment given to Jesus by God. And Jesus said yes to it. And the moment that Jesus said yes to the assignment, he stepped into authority. When he said yes to the mission... At that moment is when now there's authority drenched upon him. There's authority drenched upon him when he said yes. So he came into this world with authority. But not power. And hang with me for a second. It's not blasphemous. Just hold on with me for a second. When he said yes, he said yes to God, yes to the mission. And he humbled himself to be a baby born in a manger. When he said yes... He stepped into authority, but he came without power. He came without power. Yes, we know that Jesus is fully God and fully man. So how can he come without power? Because he chose to live restricted. He chose to live restricted as the son of man, dependent on the father to show him what to do. And the Holy Spirit that rested upon him to enable him to do what was revealed by the father. He chose to live this way that we would have an example that we could follow. If he doesn't choose to live this way, we do not have an example attainable to us. He stepped into authority when he said yes, but that does not mean that he was yet in power. Because if he was in power, when does his ministry begin? Day one. He stepped into authority but not in power and he lived this way again to give us an example that, we could be, that could be followed. Jesus says yes to the mission, destroy the works of the evil one. And with this yes steps into authority but not yet power. Church, what I want us to see first is that authority comes in the commission and power comes in the encounter. Authority comes when we say yes to the mission that the Lord has given us. When we say yes to the commission that he's given. Jesus had a commission. Destroy the works of the evil one. Do we have a commission? Do we have a commission? Matthew 3. If you did not know, you will now. Matthew 3, 13. Then Jesus came from Galilee to the Jordan to John to be baptized by him. John would have prevented him saying, I need to be baptized by you. And do you now come to me? But Jesus answered him, let it be so now, for thus it is fitting for us to fulfill all righteousness. Then he consented. And when Jesus was baptized, immediately he went up from the water, and behold, the heavens were open to him. And he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and coming to rest on him. And behold, a voice from heaven said, this is my beloved Son, with whom I am well pleased. Authority comes in the commission, power comes in the encounter. The encounter, still just looking at the life of Jesus. Jesus has the encounter at the moment of his baptism. He says yes to what was foretold, to what was prophesied. He says yes. He steps into obedience. He receives the baptism. He receives the Holy Spirit. And then he's adopted as the Son of God. And right then when the Spirit descends upon him, now he's in power because he's had an encounter. You cannot have power without encounter. And hear this. We are not a people meant to worship a God we never experience. That is the difference. Do you understand? Every religion on this earth has a God that is far off that I will experience someday, but not today. And our God, we experience and live life with him now, not later, now. If you don't agree with that, what is the point of Jesus? What is the point of the spirit of God? What is the point of church? What is the point of doing anything or living any life for him if you will never experience him this side of heaven? What's the difference? That's the difference. We don't have a God that is far away. We have a God that is in our midst and we walk with each and every day. You hear what I'm saying? We are a people meant for encounter. We are a people that are meant for encounter. Jesus had the encounter at the moment of his baptism, and now Jesus has stepped into power because he had an encounter. But before there can be power, there must be authority. For authority, one must say yes to the assignment, say yes to the commission. So again, as I started just a moment ago, what is our assignment? We have assignments that are specific to you, but what is the assignment given to every believer that has ever been and ever will be since the resurrection of Jesus. What has been our assignment? All purpose is found within this assignment. I'm here today in sundown Texas and I am a part of, I am answering, I'm saying yes to the assignment. It looks different. I'm not going to all the nations, but I am in sundown Texas and I'm doing exactly what he's called us to do in the great commission in Matthew 28, verse 16. Now the 11 disciples went to Galilee to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. I think too often we, we neglect this assignment. We read past it. It's hard to, it's hard to receive this assignment if you don't receive the, the authority and the power. But Matthew 10.8, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons. You received without paying, now give without pay. This is our assignment. Have we said yes to it? You cannot step into power if you have not first said yes to what gives you authority. That's not going to happen. Again, if I can't trust my kid to listen to me, I'm not going to give him free reign to do whatever he wants. I'm not going to allow my, my sons to drive my truck home when they've not displayed an ability to handle that power. It's the same with us. If we are not willing to say yes to what he would have us do with his power, not ours, it's not found in you. It's only found in him. If we don't say yes to what he is asking us to do, we cannot receive his power. And he has asked us to make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And guess what's included in the all nations? Sundown, Texas. Amen? What does he say also in Matthew? He says, go nowhere among the Gentiles, but take care first the house of Israel. You can't go out to heal the sick if they're sick right next to you now. You hear what I'm saying? We cannot, we cannot mend the world if where we're coming from is broken. Because brokenness will establish brokenness. <clears throat> But wholeness will establish wholeness. Amen? Amen. So we are to focus first where the Lord has planted us before we look at where he's sending us. Because first, he sent you here. Of all the places on this earth that he could send you, he sent you here. I've been so fascinated by this. I talk to you guys about this a lot. I'm just so fascinated by connections and just people and their stories. I don't know why. It's just been something that over the last few years has just captured my attention. And I am always so blown away at the reality that just a second of difference or just one choice in any of our lives and we are all in different places right now. But for some Beautiful reason, the choices we made, the timing of things in our lives, we have found ourselves here together. And that is not to be taken for granted because this will never happen again. For some reason right now, we're all here together. How beautiful is that? And we are all here united in his name for his glory. How wonderful That is, how beautiful that is. Have you said yes to the assignment? Have you said yes to the commission? We must say yes in order to step into authority. And oftentimes, what I've seen, especially now in my generation, the millennials, um, I see this a lot. We want the power, we want, we want the fruit that comes from the power. Can you heal the sick without the power of God? Can you cast out demons without the authority of God? You need both of those things to do Matthew 10, 8, right? But so oftentimes we, this is, this is, again, this is a fault of my generation. This is something that we do. We pursue the fruit of power and not the one whose power it belongs to. Not the one who causes the fruit. We pursue the fruit, but not the one who caused it to grow. Not the one who caused it to sprout. Not who, the one who caused it to be. And we want the power, but we never step into the authority. Or we say yes to the commission. We step into the authority, but we never have an encounter with his presence so we don't receive the Holy Spirit. We don't receive that which gives the authority meaning. I'm not just to have authority with no power, and I'm not meant to have power with no authority. They are meant to go together. They only exist together but I first have to say yes to the authority and then I have to have encounter. How do I have have encounter? I have to pursue relationship with Jesus. Being here, and I'm grateful that you're here, fills my heart with joy. But this is not where your relationship with Jesus is meant to exist. This is where it is meant to be expressed. This is where it is meant to overflow And connect to the people around you and their relationship with Jesus. This is where testimony is meant to thrive of what the Lord did in you and through you Monday through Saturday. But if this is where your relationship is solely found, you can't have an encounter with His presence because you're not pursuing God, you're pursuing a function where God is found. Does that make sense? We have to pursue him in our daily lives. If I want to encounter him here with you, but I don't pursue him individually and have encounter, I'll miss him here. Anything I desire to see corporately must first happen individually. So if I want to experience the presence of God in this place with all of you, I've got to be able to experience his presence by myself on my own. Amen? When either of these things happen, when we want, we pursue the fruit of the power, but we never step into authority, or we say yes to the commission, we say yes to what he's called, uh, the call that he's placed on our lives, and we step into authority, but we never pursue his presence, we never pursue relationship with him, and we miss out on the power. When either of these things happen, again, we end up pursuing the fruit of God, but never the one who produces it. So we end up missing all of it. We end up missing all the authority and all the power. So today's message is is really quite simple. To step into authority, say yes to the Great Commission. Say yes to his will and not your own. And that's really it. If you can start in that place, you could say yes to the Great Commission. But if you don't know what that looks like for you here in sundown, Texas, that's great. That's fine. That's okay. Okay. You don't need to have all the answers. I think as Christians, we think we've got to have all the answers because I've got God. I've got the all knowing God. How can I have a question mark on what my life's supposed to look like? You're still human and it's okay. And even Jesus waited for revelation. So you wait for it too. You understand? Jesus waited on God's direction and God's revealing of what he was to do and the Holy, he trusted the Holy Spirit's ability to do it in and through him. He did not act on his own accord. John five nineteen: for the Son does nothing of his own accord, but only what he sees the Father doing. That's to be you. If you don't know what he's doing, just keep looking. Keep pressing in. Keep pursuing. It's okay that you don't have all the answers. It's okay that you don't know what you're supposed to be doing tomorrow or the next day. That is okay. Press in deeper. Pursue Him deeply. Seek Him out. Knock and it will be open. Seek and you will find. These are promises given to us by Him. But oftentimes, what we do is we just, yeah, seek and you'll find. Knock and it will be open. And then we don't move we don't actually go seeking, and we don't actually start knocking. Start knocking, start seeking. And you will find why you are here for such a time as this. And oftentimes, it will just present itself to you in the moment that you find yourself in. Say yes and step in. Say yes and step in. Oftentimes, our presence, this is something the Lord spoke this morning in, In uh, Sunday school, oftentimes our purpose that we're seeking for, that we're looking for, and trying to figure out why the Lord has me here, what does he have me to do here? Oftentimes, all the Lord needs you to do is just be present. Just show up. Just be available to me. Be open to my leading. Be open to my call. Just be faithful to show up. That's all I need from you. Because I am with you. Do you not know that your body is a temple for the living presence of God? So everywhere you are, there he is also. And he is working. So oftentimes, he just needs you to go. You can sit in the back and be quiet. And he will do all he needs to do because you have carried him into this place he needed to be. Amen? You are saturated with purpose. You are saturated in in the kingdom of heaven and function, and you are exactly where you need to be. Just say yes, and he will continue to reveal to you, okay? Say yes. Step into authority, even though you may not know exactly what the fullness of your mission is here. Just say yes, and you will step into authority. The rest will work out. You will find where you need to be, what you're here for along the way. Just start by saying yes and stepping into authority and to step into power. Say yes to the Holy Spirit. Receive him and then pursue the heart of God. It is impossible to know the heart of God without the spirit of God that is in him. So we, I'm telling you, every one of you here is meant to be filled with the Spirit of God. What did Jesus say again? It is to your advantage that I go. Because if I go, I can send you the Helper. And He will not speak of His own accord, but He will only speak what the Father has revealed to Him. And He will lead you into all truth. And He will lift us into righteousness. This is who the Spirit of God is, and we are meant to carry Him. Amen? Amen. Receive Him as Jesus did. This is what Jesus did, and He came and He gave us a model which could be followed. He said yes to the mission, stepped into authority. And then He said yes. To the power of God, he pursued encounter and he received the power through the Holy Spirit. And he went for three years and he transformed the world. And because of his obedience, because he stepped into authority, because he stepped into power, we are here today. Because of two decisions. Because he chose to say yes to God in his mission for his life. And he said yes to the encounter. Yes to the presence of God. And because of two decisions we find ourselves talking about him this morning. We find ourselves saved by him this morning. We find ourselves as those that not only at the end of our days get to walk across those pearly gates through that threshold and into the physical presence of God, but we also get to usher in that presence right here and right now. Amen? Amen. This is the goodness of God. Pursue his presence. heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse the lepers, cast out demons, authority and power. You are meant to carry both of them, church. You just have to say yes. But we believe in this house. We believe in Sundown Church, and we've seen it time and time again. We have seen the authority and the power of God not just transform individual lives, transform families, transform countries. I'm telling you right now, I have walked in other nations that have been dynamically transformed because of the faithfulness of people found in this house to step into authority and to step into power. Amen? It's a beautiful thing. It's something that we're meant for. You know, uh, I I just want, this isn't my testimony, so I won't say any names, but I just wanted to share this. This is something that's happening in our midst. Uh, A young man uh, just pursuing the Lord and was with a a, a group of men and uh, was learning to step into authority and to to step into encounter to receive power. He was learning how to do it for himself. He said yes to it. And he's sharing this story with me. Um, And we... uh, I got to help with uh, some friends. Uh, it's, it's shipping season in the, in the ranching world, so we're getting all the calves off mamas and shipping them off to different places so the mamas can get ready to have a new calf. And so I'm out there with just a bunch of men, 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 dirt on the faces, busted up hands, riding horses, doing all the fun stuff. It's awesome. And we're out there talking about the Holy Spirit. And, I've got, and these guys are weeping. I'm like, praise God, this is so cool. And you see the tears down their dirty faces, right? There's like one clear path where there's no dirt because the tears come. But he's sharing this as this encounter with these people and the Lord presented him this opportunity through these men, through the authority that they've said yes to and stepped into, through the power that they now carry because they've had encounter. And there's just this opportunity to pray over this man. And as they're praying over him, uh, he's, they just ask, is there anything else that you need to that you need the Lord to begin to do. Is there any, anything else you need the Lord to do? And, and he starts to talk about his wife who's had chronic, chronic migraines that just wipe her out. And she gets them all the time. And since their first kid, she has horrible back pain. Just crippling back pain. And so these men lay hands on his on his head and on his back, and they begin to pray, saying, that, you know, they're, they're displaying the, the yes and the authority and the power, and they're saying, this, this authority and this power that we operate in, we're putting our hands on you, but this is gonna impact your wife, you'll see it. And they do this, and he comes home from this, from this trip, and he's talking to his wife, and he's telling her this, this story, and she asks, what time was that? It's like, it was about 1.30 in the morning, She's like, yeah, I, I had crippling back pain and a migraine that had wiped me out all day. And the last time I looked at my phone was 1.30. And I fell peacefully asleep. And two years later, she's never had an ounce of back pain. She's never had another migraine again. Yeah. But a couple weeks later, after this, you know, back two years ago, a couple weeks after his encounter and after his wife is healed, their child has a, just a, whole, and you know how, ear infections are with babies. They're the worst. And sometimes they come on and it's not that big a deal. And sometimes it's like overnight, it feels like their ear's probably just gonna explode. And it's one of those moments and this baby's just screaming and screaming and screaming. And he had the opportunity and the Lord spoke to him this moment. Say yes and step in. Say yes to the authority. Continue to say yes to the authority that you That you said yes to just a couple weeks ago. Continue to pursue encounter with me. Step into the power. And he did it. And he said yes. And the Lord said now pray over your son. And they laid hands on their son. And immediately it was gone. Immediately it was gone. This is what we're meant for. And this is not meant to be a story that I'm telling you that you get excited about. And you're like "I I want you to get excited about it. But I don't want it to seem far off from you. Because it is for you as well. The authority of God, the power of God has been made available to us because of Jesus' sacrifice. That is your inheritance, church. You're not just to be sons and daughters, but sons and daughters saturated in the authority and the power of the kingdom of heaven. What royalty, what heirs to a throne have no power? What heirs to a throne have no authority? There is none. And if there's none on earth, how could there ever be one in heaven? Say yes to the call that he has on your life, even if you don't know it. Say yes to where he has you right now and you will step into the the authority of God and pursue encounter. And the moment you meet him, you've stepped into power. And the world around you will never be the same because you've stepped into that power. But we are meant to be a people with mighty testimony of the works of God that have come through our hands, not by our doing but by his presence, and he's just used us as a vessel to establish his kingdom, establish his presence, establish his love, establish his kindness, his grace and his mercy and his forgiveness in someone else's story. But first, we have to step into authority, and we have to step into power, and it's easy to do. Easy to do. Say yes to the call and pursue encounter, and you will find yourself standing in both authority and power. Thanks for listening to this message. For more resources, visit sundownchurch.com.